That's a new with the funny music I hear in your ears. Listen to this. Hello, Magic Transistors. Welcome to another episode of my reviews of the Beach Boys on uh, Magic Transistor Radio. Today I'm going to review the next two albums, which are Surfer Girl and Little Do Scoop. Uh, and, uh, and then there will be an alternate album, which will be a combination of the two, the best songs of the two that, uh, in my opinion... So, let's start with Surfer Girl. Surfer Girl was released on September 16th, 1963, uh, and this was on Capitol Records. This was the first album that Brian Wilson actually produced, and uh, you could tell that there's a huge improvement artistically in the arrangements of the songs, and uh, I think, you know, it was their first I don't know if I'd call it a masterpiece album, but it was a very good album. Uh, their manager was still their father, Murray Wilson, engineer Chuck Britz. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just a big step up. Like, the first two were more rock and roll, but this had more ballads in it, you know. And, um, yeah, so this was released. Did I already say that? <laughs> I did. Um the album cover was taken by Capitol photographer Ken Kenneth Veter. Uh, the same photo shoot as the Surf and Safari cover had. Um, I think that uh, I, I this is a classic photo. You know, everyone remembers it. I'm not as big in uh, a big a fan as as the Surf and Safari photo. Plus, I wish they would have updated and taken newer pictures for the cover. Um, this was like, I think of a year later or something like that. So I wish they would have had an updated photo. So the, the album cover for me gets a six out of 10. Now on to the songs. The first song on this album is surfer girl written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. This was the first song that Brian ever wrote. And, um, yeah. And, and so now the, the, I don't think it was the first recording. There's actually an earlier recording on the Candix label. And this one here was a new recording on the Capitol records. Um, and yeah, you could tell very classic. It was inspired by When You Wish Upon a Star by, you know, in the Disney song. And you can kind of tell there's some similarities with the melody. And Brian wrote some other songs with a similar style and melody line. And um, I really like this song. It's, it's, um, it's got enough catchiness to it. It was a, you know, a decent hit single, not number one, but decent and artistically is very solid i think um and uh it's got a good lyrical hook i think it's solid all the way around there's nothing really weak about it there's no tens in here but um, overall i give this song an 8.2 catch a wave and you're sitting on top of the Track number two is Catch a Wave, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. 
This is a great song. I, it's probably my favorite surfing song they ever did. There's a little bit more to it. You know, the first couple of albums had surf songs that were very uh, garage rock, you know, guitar, bass, drums. But this one had more to it. It had, you know, organ and it had a harp, which I believe was played by Mike Love's sister. And uh, just a fantastic song. Um, and the strength of this song is the... Uh, I think it's got good, it's very catchy, and it's got a great hook, and well produced. I mean, it sounds very good. And I give this one an 8.2. Track number three is Surfer Moon, written by Brian Wilson. And this has a very beautiful production to it that seems very advanced and uh, somewhat you know it's got the piccolo in there and you can kind of get a bit of a preview for Pet Sounds way back in you know three years before Pet Sounds came out beautiful song well produced good uh, poetry and uh, artistically I, I gave it a 10 artistically and 9 poetically and this is just a fantastic song and I give it an 8.4. Next song is South Bay Surfer, written by Stephen Foster. And I guess some lyrics were added in by Brian Wilson, Carl Wilson, and Al Jardine, with lead vocals by Brian and Mike. This is, I believe it's somewhat based on a traditional tune. I'm not a big fan of it. And uh, as I stated in a previous podcast uh, or episode, um, I believe it's the first one, that the introduction. Any covers that I do, I don't go higher than a six unless they wrote it. So lyrically, I'm assuming that musically they didn't write, but lyrically they did. So I'm willing to go higher than a, a seven. I'm sorry, did I say six? Seven. I'm willing to go up to a 7. Um, <clears throat> but nothing gets above a 7 anyway in my scoring, So, uh, because I'm not a big fan of it. Um, now, the catchiness gets a 6, which is 6 out of 7, so that's pretty good. Um, the production gets a 7. Um, yeah, so really nothing to this. I'm not a huge fan. I give this song a 5.0. Track number five is Rocking Surfer. It's a traditional arranged by Brian Wilson. This is probably one of my favorite instrumentals that they did in the early days. Uh, you know, it's got this organ, and I tried to find the original tune, um, and and I and uh, anyway, but it didn't sound like this at all. Uh, it's weird. So. Um, yeah, but uh, I think the one that I found sounded like something you would hear on a, an ice cream truck or something, you know. But, uh, but yeah, I really enjoy this song. Obviously, I don't go above a 7 because it's a cover, uh, except for the production, which I gave a 10. So, 
Overall, this song gets a 7.3. Track number six is Little Do Scoop, written by Brian Wilson and Roger Christian. Uh, Roger Christian, I don't know if I mentioned him in the previous, uh, I don't think he came up, up on the previous episode of the first two albums, Surfer Girls, I mean, Surfing Safari and Surfing USA, but a little bit about him, he was a DJ, but he was very knowledgeable about cars, and Brian Wilson, of course, being, becoming a a big hit uh, star with the Beach Boys became a friend of Roger Christian and asked him to write lyrics for some car songs. And so that's who Roger, a little bit about Roger Christian. This is very catchy, a 10 out of 10 on catchiness and the lyrical hook as well. Um, I'm not a huge fan of this, but I heard Frank Zappa loves this song. And especially the part that goes, there's one more thing, I got the pink slip daddy. And, uh, you know, so, I don't know. I mean, it's a fun song. I don't hate it. But artistically, it's low. Poetically, it's average. And um, overall, I give this song a 7.4. Track number seven is In My Room, written by Brian Wilson and Gary Usher. And, uh, and Gary Usher, if you don't recall, was somebody that collaborated on the first two albums as well. Uh, I guess they struck up a friendship, and Gary Usher had worked on uh, record labels before, so he kind of gave Brian um, some advice. Uh, Brian Wilson is the lead singer on this song, and uh, and this this song is very solid across the board. Very good, you know. It's catchy. It's got not not a solid ten, but um, and artistically, it's well balanced. Um, the only thing that gets a 10 is the lyrical poetry. I think it's it's kind of got the Tony Asher Pet Sounds type uh, of, a, of a vibe to the lyric. And so I think that is very good. This is strong across the board. And overall, I give it an 8.2. Do you want to... Next track is Hawaii, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love, uh, with lead vocals by both Brian and Mike. Uh, I want to apologize now because I forgot on the first few songs to list the lead vocals, but most people should be able to tell the difference uh, between Brian and Mike. Um, anyway, you know, what's interesting about this song is the arrangement of it, the Especially at the beginning, you can tell that there's like chord changes, weird chord changes in the in the arrangement, um, and that was a Brian Wilson staple, and he was starting to do that already here in the third album of Surfer Girl uh, back in '63. So, you know, that was just something Brian was really good at. Um, this one I give a ten on catchiness, a nine on the hook. Um, a, a nine on the production. I think this is a very solid song. Artistically, I gave it a six above average because of the arrangement. Um, 
but yeah, this song gets a 7.4. It's a genuine fact that the surfers rule. Next track is Surfers Rule by Brian Wilson and Mike Love and sung by Dennis Wilson. Uh, this is the first song on the album not with a lead not by Brian or Mike. And um, I really like this song. The Again, at the beginning, you have this very uh, complex arrangement on the vocal. and uh, But it has a very strong garage rock sound to it as well. So it has kind of a throwback to the first two albums. Uh, but in a good way. Like, it, it's it's got... You know, just the way the guitars are jamming on this. And, um, yeah, so um, nine on catchiness, an eight on the lyrical hook, uh, seven artistically because of that arrangement, and just a well-produced song. I give this one a 7.6. Next song is Our Car Club, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. This has lead vocals from both Brian and Mike. Uh, It's got this jazzy feel to it, so you'll hear kind of a traditional jazz sound in the background. And a really cool uh, arrangement, something a little different. I give it a 9 in catchiness, as well as the hook and production. I think those are the strengths of the song. And uh, I, I really dig it. It's, it's a little different. Um, and it's got some, uh, I guess it's a saxophone or trumpets in there. Um, uh, oh, like a bass harmonica or something. Anyway, uh, pretty good song. I give it a 7.8. The next song is Your Summer Dream by Brian Wilson and Bob Norberg. And just a little bit about him. He was uh, Bob and Sherry. He was part of Bob and Sherry, an American pop duo consisting. uh, Actually, it's funny because they were called Bob and Sherry, but it consisted of Bob Norberg and Cheryl Pomeroy. They were early collaborators of Brian Wilson. Interesting. Um, But only... Uh, Norberg gets credit. Um, he created, uh, recorded with Vicki Hale as well and others. Um, but anyway, I love this song. Very beautiful. It's got like this strumming acoustic guitar. Just a fantastic uh, ballad that's a little unique compared to the ballads they normally do. Um, and uh, a little haunting. Um, I give it a 9 artistically, a 10 poetically, and overall this song gets an 8.6. The final track is a traditional written by Brian Wilson called Boogie Woody, (laughs) Uh, obviously based on the Boogie Woogie, so it's supposed to be sort of the surf version of that. And, um, you know, it's, it's pretty standard, nothing too, uh, creative in my opinion. Um, it's enjoyable. I don't hate it when it comes across, but not something I normally would put on my 
uh, best of or you know playlists or whatever. But um, you know, and because it's a cover, it you know I gave it a seven, which is the best I could do on a cover, and artistically a four out of seven, which is okay. Um, but overall, this song gets a six point three. The album cover, uh, or the, sorry, the, I already did the cover. The uh, the flow, the song flow, um, gets a 10 out of 10. I think uh, from beginning to end, it's one producer, one artist. Uh, I mean, pretty much with, with some help, but um, one vision. And so from beginning to end, it works. It works very well. All these songs are are good, and there's some different things in there more variety than the first two albums had and better produced and so a 10 out of 10 for the song flow i uh, really enjoy this album and um overall this album gets a 7.60 out of 10. moving on to the next album is little do scoop released on October 7th, 1963. This was a rush, only three weeks after uh, Surfer Girl came out. I think Capitol Records, because of the hits that, you know, the Beach Boys kept cranking out, kind of pushed and rushed Brian uh, to do more. And because of that, I think this album suffers a bit, and we'll get through it. We'll go through it here in a minute. But, um, you know, I I know that Brian, early on this year in 1963, I'm not sure when, I think it might have been um, earlier in the year or something, but he had already took a t- some tour, tour dates off and asked Al Jardine to, um, to come back because Al Jardine had quit. And so you noticed Al Jardine had a credit in the last album, so he was already back around after quitting. Um, he quit after the first single, Surfing. So he went off apparently to dentistry school and he had come back. And um, But David Marks was still involved. So officially Al Jardine was not on the official listing. I think David Marks was still noted. Um, I'd have to go back and look at this album and see if Al Jardine's photo was was in here instead of David Marks. But um, Dave Marks still was in the in the studio for some of these songs. And so it was kind of during that merger period. But when David Marks quit, Brian was forced to go back on the road. So his first Brian's first um, time where he quit. And, and you can find some early Brian Wilson productions of other groups, um, such as the Honeys and the, uh, you know, I, I, I can't think of them now, but Brian produced several other people besides the Beach Boys. And that's kind of what he wanted to do. But instead, he was forced to go back on the road by his manager and father, Murray Wilson. So Brian Wilson, once again, is the producer of this album. Um, and the engineer is Chuck Britz, I believe. So uh, that's a little bit about this album. The album cover is a picture of a 32 Ford Coupe that was supplied by the Hot Rod magazine. Unsure who took the photo. So it was meant for a magazine, just kind of like the Surfing USA album cover, actually. 
that was an, an album, I mean, a photo that I guess wasn't used. And so they allowed the Beach Boys to use it as a front cover. Uh, it's a picture of a really cool car. Um, as a cover, though, doesn't stand out to me personally. And, um, and I give this album cover a 5 out of 10. And just to uh, give a heads up on any of the songs, there's a few songs in here that have already been done in previous albums. They just needed to fill spots, so they reused them. I'm just going to drop uh, one point of the average, and I probably won't say much about them. So just giving you that heads up. Now on to the songs. The first song is Little Do Scoop, written by Brian Wilson and Roger Christian. This is reused from the Surfer Girl album. So all I'm going to say is that I'm deducting a point. It was a 7.4 on that on Surfer Girl, so I'm giving it a 6.4 on this album. Track number two is Ballad of Old Betsy, written by Brian Wilson and Roger Christian. This seems like a very simple tune to me. It's um, it's pretty, but it's nothing. There's not a lot of interesting stuff to the melody. It's very basic, in my opinion. Um, it's pretty. Um, there's nothing terrible, I guess. There's a lot of average stuff in here, and then the production is a nine. But overall, it's a very average song, and I give it a 5.4. Song number three on the album is Be True to Your School, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. Uh, there's two versions of this song. This, the album version is the one that I prefer. Uh, the single version has cheerleaders on it, which is fun, but there's something I, I like better about this arrangement. I especially love the intro with like saxophones kind of doing this humming along with Mike Love's lead vocal um, going into the song. And, um, you know, and I think uh, while I think it was a good idea to have cheerleaders, which was actually the Honeys, which was uh, Brian Wilson's, I don't know if they were married yet, but he started dating uh, Marilyn. Uh, Ravel, yeah, Marilyn Ravel, and and then his, her her sisters and a friend named Ginger Blake were a band that Brian produced after Brian started dating uh, Marilyn, and uh, yeah, so but anyway, but they're not on this version. Um, very catchy song, very good hook, um, not not as strong like artistically or poetically uh, the poetically uh, is the weak link of the song um, but you know I like it it's a catchy tune and I give it a 7.4 the next song is Car Crazy Cutie written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love uh, Brian is singing uh, the lead vocal here. 
and I another basic song. It's not that interesting to me. Um, I do give it a nine in catchiness. That's the height of it, and also the hook is an eight. Production's an eight, but other than that, it's below average. Um, and so it kind of bores me a bit. I mean, there's catchy songs that are interesting enough, but this one not really. Um, but you know, I mean, it's not terrible. I give it a 6.4 out of 10. The next song is Cherry Cherry Coop by Brian Wilson and Roger Christian. This is, uh, it's got that garage rock edge to it that I love. And there's a little more interestingness about this one um, compared to some of the other originals in here. Um, I love the bass line that Mike Love sings. And Mike sings most of the lead on this one, I believe. And um, <clears throat> if not all. Yeah, so this gets a 10 out of 10 on the hook. I just love that go cherry cherry coop now. And, uh, and then that electric guitar edge that, you know, was really good about their first couple of albums. So I do really like this song and I give it an 8.2. She's real fine, my 409. The next song is 409, written by Brian Wilson, Mike Love, and Gary Usher. This was reused from the Surf and Safari album, and I'm deducting it from a 7.0 down to a 6.0. The next song is Shut Down, written by Brian Wilson and Roger Christian. This is reused from the Surfing USA album, and I am deducting a point from a 7.8, and this on this album it gets a 6.8. The next song is Spirit of America, written by Brian Wilson and Roger Christian and sung by uh, Brian Wilson. And um, this is a another song with that saxophone at the beginning, kind of like Be True to Your School, that I really enjoy the way that they play it. And I kind of was thinking about this because early on, Mike Love would bring his saxophone with him on stage. So if you watch some early videos, you might find um, him. In fact, that famous um, concert in 1964 um, that you can find the whole concert of, um, I believe Brian, I mean, I believe Mike has a, a saxophone in one of the songs on that one, I believe. Anyway, so I kind of wonder if he was actually playing saxophone on some of these songs in the recordings or not, but um, they're pretty simple. I, I do enjoy that, and I think um, the, the strength of this song is the hook. And, um, yeah, so overall I give this one a 7.8. Another re reused song is Our Car Club, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. This was from the... Surfer Girl album as well. 
So I'm deducting a point from a 7.8 to a 6.8. No, 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 the next song is No Go Showboat by Brian Wilson and Roger Christian. Sung by Partial Leads with Brian Wilson, Mike Love, and, interesting note here, Al Jardine. He sings the, like the third section of this song, and uh, I believe it's the first lead vocal that Al Jardine has, even if it's ever so briefly. So, um, it's a catchy song. I'm not a big fan of it. It's not that interesting in terms of, you know, creativity in here, um, which is seems to be a theme on a lot of these original songs for this album. And I overall, I give it a 6.2. The next song is A Young Man Is Gone, written by Bobby Troop. Now, there's another tune, uh, or another song of the same tune with different lyrics called Their Hearts Were Full of Spring. And several groups covered this, including the Four Freshmen, which I'm assuming that was the version that Brian uh, was inspired by. Um, the lyrics for A Young Man Is Gone was ba- um, tribute, a tribute to uh, James Dean, who had passed away. So um, that's a little story about that. Um, again, it's a cover, so there's nothing above a seven except for the production. I gave an eight. Um, you know, it's it's acapella, somewhat interesting. I mean, a good arrangement, but um, I think the strength of the song is the art and the poetry. But again, nothing, none of that is going to get above a seven. I got a six on that, on that, and a five on the poetry. So overall, this song gets a 5.0. Check my custom machine. The last song on the album is Custom Machine, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. This has a very strong edge, uh, garage rock edge to it. Um, perhaps my favorite of the original songs on this album um, I'd have to go back and check. Um, Be True to Your School is pretty strong as well. Um, and Spirit of, Ameri- Spirit of America uh, gets pretty good numbers, but I think this is the highest. Oh, and Cherry Cherry Coop actually is tied with this one. So, yeah, very strong garage rock. I love this song. I love the lyrics on um, Cybersonic Sound. <laughs> Just the way that the lyric flows on that section. I can't remember all the lyrics there, but a 10 in catchiness, a very strong hook, and uh, yeah, I just enjoy this song a lot. And I give it an 8.2. The album flow is a 10 out of 10. Once again, Brian Wilson being the sole producer and songwriter for most of the songs with some help and some covers, uh, and it all flows together nicely. The main weakness, like I said before, is that this album was released three weeks after the previous one, so a lot of the new songs were rushed. Um, not a great, uh, you know, output for new stuff, and I'm not sure why they were rushed so much to, to come out with another one. 
but overall this album gets a 6.83 out of 10. And as you could tell, the the last song was so short that I talked past it. <laughs> but anyway, I would like to now talk a little bit about the uh, alternate album that I'm going to end with. It's called Surfer Girl. So it's a combination of these last two, but I'm calling it Surfer Girl. And uh, most of the songs are from Surfer Girl. There's a few from uh, Little Do Scoop. But just a a concept, um, side A is mostly summer songs, and side B is mostly car songs. Now, there's some songs that are neither about cars or surfing, so I had to kind of fit them in. And there's one song that's about both (laughs) that I had to figure out where does it fit best. And there's one track in here at the very end, that's not on either album. It's a bonus track that is actually from the Good Vibrations box set. And it's the Little Surfer Girl uh, intro kind of thing. Um, You know, so that's where that comes from. All right. Thank you all and have a wonderful day and enjoy this alternate album.
Listening to Magic Transistor Radio, and this is that's the end of side A for the Alternate Surfer Girl album, my Alternate Surfer Girl album, and here is side B.
piano and bass. Okay, here we go. One, two, one, two, three. Thank you.